Chassidus uses the example of the light of the sun as a means of helping us understand godliness. Why does Chassidus use the light of the sun as a means to help us understand godliness? Because the relationship between the light and the sun of the light is similar in some aspects to the relationship between God and godliness. Now the physical sun we know, we see it. And the relationship between the sun and the sun's light we can understand better than the relationship between God and God's light, between the divine light and the divine. So we use the metaphor of the sun's light. The aspects that Hasidus brings from the relationship between the light of the sun and the sun to help us understand the concept of Eidein Tzei, the concept of godliness, would be the following. Number one, the light of the sun is the perfect reflection of the source. Whatever you have in the sun is reflected in the light. Every single property, every single quality that the sun has, the light reflects. Number two, the emergence of the light of the sun from the sun is passive, meaning the sun is not giving us light. The sun is simply existing, and the light is being produced as a passive byproduct, which means that the sun is not giving out anything of itself in producing light. Light is simply a reflection of what the sun is, and in no way is the sun engaged in the production of that light. Those two ideas, number one, that whatever you have in the sun is reflected in the light. Number two, that the light is produced by the sun and emerges from the sun passively are used to explain the concept of godliness. Godliness is a reflection of God. Every property you have in God, you have in godliness. That will be A. And the emergence of godliness from God would be called the ha'ara, a secondary reflection. And there's no tfisa. In no way is God producing that light. The light is emerging from the source passively. Now, there are many, many problems with this marshal, some of which are brought in Hasidus and some of which are understood by people who uh, understand the sun using physics. The big problem that Hasidus has with the marshal of the light of the sun, emerging from the sun, is that the sun does not control the light. The sun cannot determine whether the light shines or not. The light is, as long as there's gonna be a sun, there's gonna be sun's light, which means the sun doesn't own whether the light emerges or not. The light is going to come from the sun. You can't say that about Hashem. You can't say about God that godliness is a certainty to emerge from Him. You have to say that if He doesn't want, it will not be. Which is very tricky. Because if you're going to say that the light of godliness emerges from God by His choice, and if He wanted it wouldn't be, then it takes away the very second aspect of the metaphor of light, which is that it emerges from the sun passively rather than actively. And this is one of the many problems Hasidus runs into in using the metaphor of light to explain godliness, that on the one hand we say that the light reflects the source completely, on the other hand we say the light is entirely secondary, the light in no way changes the source, its emergence from the source is passive and without any active participation of the source and on the other hand we're saying that if Hashem wished the light would not emerge which means the light is emerging only because he wants the light to emerge and if he wants the light to emerge that would seem to indicate that he creates the light 
and chooses to have it emerge from him and it's not happening passively. And it's one of the many dilemmae, one of the many complexities that the metaphor of sunlight presents to the nimshul and understanding of Eid Seif. And because of this, Hasidus actually says that in order to create a proper metaphor for godliness, you need a composite of two or three different mishalim. In other words, we want to explain an idea which is mystical, metaphysical. And uh, we want to understand all of its facets. And some of those facets are almost mutually exclusive. They seem to be contradictory from one another. And yet that to so, somehow coexist in order to be able to serve the purpose that we wish for it to serve, which is to explain what godliness is. So I'm going to tell you now what the three examples, the three analogies that Hasidus uses, that by combining all three, you'll have a sense of what godliness is, although you'll have a very difficult understanding what it is realistically, because you'll have a very difficult time understanding how all these three could be convergent at the same time and in the same place. The first metaphor is the muscle of sunlight, which is the one we're talking about. And of course, we have the two ideas that I mentioned. Every property the source has, the light has. This is called Oyer Me'ein Amor, the light is the reflection of the source. And the light emerges from the sun passively. The sun is in no way giving the light out. The light is emerging from the sun passively. That's the first example. The second example is life. Life emerges from a soul. And in life's emergence from a soul, there's an unusual property, which is that if you put the soul in the wrong kind of a body, take a human soul and put it in the body of an animal, for example, the life will not emerge. Much of the life will remain hidden because the life only emerges if it's satisfied with the body in which it's being manifest. So there's a property of choice here. The light emerges if, if the circumstances are right. And this adds to the metaphor of godliness, the idea of willfulness. Ratzon. Hasidus doesn't want to say will, because will would mean creation. Hasidus says Ritzainis. It's willful. The light in Saf emerges from God passively if he so desires. And in order to accommodate this aspect, that godliness emerges from God by choice and is not, so to speak, forced to produce a secondary presence, we add to the discussion the metaphor of life emerging from the soul. Life emerges from the soul passively. When life emerges from the soul, the soul, the soul is not diminished, the soul doesn't get weaker, but emerges from the soul passively when the soul finds the circumstances to be right. The third metaphor is the most interesting of the three, and it's mentioned in Hemshech Eter, you don't even have it in the Samach Vol, and I think it's a very, very important third moshal, and that's the moshal of the countenance of a person's face. Every human being exists, and if every human being exists, he has to, ha has to look like something. It's impossible for anything to be physical, and not to have a countenance, not to have some kind of an appearance. The countenance of a person's face is called a light. It's not a physical light, it's a metaphysical light, which means that if you have the right sensitivity and the right awareness and the right skill, when you look at another human being, you can, so to speak, read them. And on the person's face, you can see everything about the person. That person's face reflects who they are, like light reflects a source, and every aspect of what a person is is written on their face. If you have the hush, 
the feel to read the class to put to read the countenance of a person's face. This third muscle of the countenance of a person is most important because it truly underscores the notion of that none of the source is emerging in the light. In Eirein Seif, in godliness, on the one hand, the godliness is reflecting the source completely. On the other hand, the godliness emerges from the source passively. On the third hand, godliness emerges from the source passively but willfully. And on the fourth hand, when God emerges, godliness emerges from the source, none of the source is emergent. The source is not at all invested in the light that emerges from it. And the best marshal for this aspect is the idea of Chachmah Sadam Tayyarponov, the face of a person reflecting the person. If you take all three of these examples together, sunlight, the relationship between life that emerges from the soul, and the idea that the face of a person reflects that person in their countenance, put those three Mishalom together and you'll have a comprehensive illustration for how godliness is, what godliness is. Each one by itself is deficient, and you have to bring together contradictory ideas in order to have a comprehensible understanding of what godliness is. So even though classically, classically, the marshal for godliness is sunlight, Hasidus tweaks the marshal of sunlight as a metaphor for godliness with these two other mishalom, life, life that comes from a soul and the light of a person's face which reflects their countenance to create a full picture of how we understand what godliness is. Godliness is called Eirin Seif and we're going to get to godliness in a separate entry.